Playing podcast. My name's Rob Howard, and today I'm joined by Marcus Hurley and Will. So I think it's a bit of a news-heavy episode uh, this month. Huzzah! Just through the lack, just through. Well, I don't know. There's been a lack of new games that we've been playing, but there have been some, and we'll get to those. Uh, but yeah, hot off the press, um, Polygon have got word of a Cyberpunk 2077 sequel that we all can't wait. I would love it if it actually came out in 2077. <laughs> no, that's, that's when they get the actual uh, doable patch. Oh, oh, deep yeah. That's when it's playable. Um, I sort of feel a bit like this about how I felt about the new Game of Thrones show, as in, like, can I be bothered to do all that again? <laughs> but um, who knows? Maybe, um, maybe this will be the game that I hope the first one will be. Well, if they haven't learned by now, then... Yeah, I mean, they've definitely got... They must have all the data, you know, of people's expectations and stuff. Or just uh, what not to do. <laughs> yeah. I think it could be game. a way away. Um, I yeah. believe they're working on the new Witcher as well, whether they're doing them in parallel, but I think yeah. it'll be a while until we see more cyberpunk. This is just a flag in the sand, a, mm. uh, a, a, a note that they're, that's what they're making, yeah. you want to go and work for them. It's an, it's an uh, interest sort of gathering piece and also for their investors to show that they, they are planning to have a future still. Because yeah. you know, the Witcher game, you could cynically say, oh, they tried something different, it didn't work out and they've gone back to their, back to what's... Totally! I want another Witcher game because yeah. of that! And they're doing it, they're doing it. <laughs> they but they also crap this is showing the other that, thing. No, they're, you know, we're still oh, trying to be yeah. a serious studio. Cool. Yeah, I think this is really just uh, the announcement of a new studio that they're opening <clears> in Boston <throat> and what they're going to be doing there. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming Boston, Massachusetts, as opposed to Boston, Lincolnshire. Uh, probably, yeah. Yeah. Boston <laughs> Crab. Yeah, Project Orion, it's called, uh, and they'll be working at that in Vancouver as well. So if you want to uh, work on a new cyberpunk game, they're making a new cyberpunk. That's a hell of a commute. <laughs> Boston, Massachusetts to Vancouver. That is life-changing. Shit. Um, <laughs> speaking about life-changing, um, Google Stadia is shutting down. Game-changing. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, ev- yeah, everyone, I've now got a, a... I've literally got an antique controller now hmm. that is useless. Novelty <laughs> door stop. You, you have the because- equivalent of a Jaguar 64. A new version of it. (laughs) The thing is, every other controller in the world, you can find the fucking machine that it controls. With this, it's literally a live service that's being shut down. So it will be completely and utterly useless. Has it got a USB-C? Can it be used to control PC games as a generic PC controller? I don't know. Let me see how accessible it is. Uh, I think in access. So Rob's left the room, uh, and I'm assuming, he's turned, back, I'm assuming accessible is in terms of where it is nearby, oh, as it, opposed to it. where the stadia is accessible to general users. Because I think we can User conclude experience. that no, no, it's not. Oh, it, has got, it has got a little micro. Yeah, uh, it's got, that's a USB C, dear boy. 
So I could use that for something. Oh, you might be able to control a PC game with it, for example. Or you could use it to hold down paper when it's breezy to stop it blowing away, which I think is possibly the best use for it. Yeah, or, you know, I mean, you might even be able to navigate um, YouTube, uh, the YouTube plugin, um, sorry, the Google Chromecast. You might be able to navigate that with it. I don't know. Yeah, because... Because that's what, that's what it worked with. Yeah. Anyway, there we go. One for the history books. Gosh, that, that that's going to go in your personal museum of amazing gaming, is it, Rob? Yeah. I, I, I will hold on to it with, with, with pleasure, I think. A talking a, uh, point. Yeah, well, it's just... The thing is, I mean, come on. Like, What happened, really, was they tried to pitch it as the Netflix of games, but the problem was that they really... It was just a storefront to play, like games on a low latency like if it was a Netflix and you were playing everything with or sorry with a high latency if you were playing it like that then you could go yeah alright I'll try it out and then uh, you know I'll buy the proper version of it for my proper machine um, and play it locally but it just didn't really have that um, use case really I don't think Google really understood what gamers wanted no well this is it I think when people pay for it, I mean, some people still struggle to pay that for a uh, a digital game, you know, prefer to To, have... To be fair, the the, the kind of groundwork that they did and the testing with servers and all that sort of thing is exactly what Microsoft are kind of doing now, because I could, in theory, use my Xbox One and play their cloud service on it. Even though the the technology is underpowered. Well, Stadia is a gaming platform is dead i suspect that not everything is uh um going to be entirely a lost leader i think my understanding is that google are very much concentrating on the cool tech they've uh, developed that it's sat upon and who they can uh, get yeah. the megabucks from to use that tech so yeah yeah well at least they've been doing the decent thing and refunding everyone for all the hardware i got that for free so i don't care uh, did you buy a game or anything, Rob? No. Oh, uh, so you never actually games... spent any money on it? <laughs> no, not really. Okay. But, yeah, all hardware games and DLC will be refunded via the Google Store, so nice. expect to get lots of credit to watch films. <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> or whatever, or, yeah. or Android games. <laughs> it's ironic, actually. Yeah. I got upgraded to fibre this weekend on my home connection, um, so I finally got a setup that I would consider trying something like the Stadia on. Just in time. Absolutely. (laughs) Oh well. Okay, so um, yeah, so I think there was a Nintendo thing. Yeah. All that uh, all that news about Stadia kind of made me cry, cry tears. Yeah, it's all right. We've moved on now. We've moved on, and uh, we're embracing the uh, the new breath of the the, world. The tears, the tears of the kingdom. Yeah, I see what you've tried to do there. Yeah. All right. Sorry, I'll edit myself. Failed. <laughs> no, I mean it's fair enough. I, I see what you're trying to do there. Um, yeah. So, Tears of the Wild, Breath of the Wild Two. Tears of the Wild. Yeah. Tears of the Wild. Yep. Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom. Yep. Kingdom of Hearts. Of Breath. Kingdom Breath of, of the, the Wild. Kingdom. Tears That's of the it. Kingdom of Hearts of the Wild of the Ninja. Two. <laughs> Returns. <laughs> <laughs> so that uh, 
sequence of words uh, is going to be the big new Nintendo game. That's and they they reckon it's coming out on May the twelfth. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. Nintendo are quite good with dates, aren't they? They just um, don't bring stuff out. Yeah, they they they, they, yeah. they set a date when it's ready, and they 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 are Nintendo. They don't try and get hopes up early. I can't remember a Nintendo game being pushed back. Uh, not no. not a, not a first party. They don't That's do quite that. Far off, though. Yeah, yeah, that was why and I it will be ready. Anything. That was yeah. why we didn't hear anything for a good couple of years when they first announced yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I must say, I mean, I tried the first game. Um, I didn't really get on with it. I found it same. a bit like story light, um, yeah. a bit too uh, like I'm running up this hill for ages. Too much of a sim, less of a story. For yeah, me. more yeah. of a sandbox than, mm. than yeah. Than and I know people love it for that in the same way that people love all these Souls games. So. I think, again, it's just another Japanese thing. Well, that to I be just fair, the really Souls games with. push you more in a direction. It's just this one's an open-world Souls game, or the last one that you played. Yeah. But generally, the Souls games are a lot more linear. I think it's, I, I would uh, say yeah. less yeah, Soulsy. It felt more to me like one of those sandbox survival-type jobs where you, you know you had to you had to cook ingredients yeah. to keep warm, and you had to look after your broken stuff. And I've never been a fan of these survivally games. I'll, I'll uh, brush on that later because I forgot about a game I've been. I had a little dabble at, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of these. Um, of that survival game, I, I hate it. I hate my weapons degrading. I like the Skyrim yeah, approach. That, that of I'm just going to make fun. them even fancier. If I if I fought something big and stolen a claymore from it, I don't want to use it four times and then suddenly, oh, it's going to break. Yeah, let's see if what they've got the that point? in number two. Yeah, well, I think that, I think they put that in basically as an artificial way of stopping you like falling back on familiar tactics. Because I got to a point in that game where I was like, oh, wicked, yeah, I've got this and that. I can kill this same bunch of grunts in a different configuration this way. And that will always work. And then, obviously, by limiting your resources, you have to get a bit more creative. So I sort of see why they do it. But But also, it's a Zelda game. Yeah. And (laughs) the thing to look forward to on this Zelda in the year 2023 is that it won't be hamstrung by uh, the fact that it has to work on the GameCube as well. GameCube? Not GameCube. The Wii U. The Wii U. Sorry, that one. I was going to say, GameCube was... was two generations prior to that. <laughs> but well, it's going to be hamstrung valid. in terms that it needs to work on the Switch, arguably, which is PS3 level. I mean, I'm not knocking yeah. the Switch, I love it. But and it's amazing what uh, yeah, yeah. it's squeezed out of it. It's now quickly being left behind. Yeah. Switch is old. No, 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 sort of like a no upgrade. Yes. Like a screen upgrade is fine. Yet, not announced but... yet. Oh, it's, it's got to happen soon. When was the Nintendo Switch released? Oh, six years ago. Oh, yeah. I've got the loudest keyboard in the world. My old mechanical keyboard died, and this thing I've got in front of me. I'm just going to do some quick typing to demonstrate. So I'm going to type Nintendo. It's super loud. So I'm not going to Google during this recording any further. Cause no, I've, I've, your <laughs> keyboard you've given me is also loud. <laughs> yes, the, the, I, I like a mechanical keyboard, but... <sighs> I reckon it was 2016. Do you know what year Nintendo were founded? Oh, like 60s? Mm, nope. 1889. The Switch. 1899. Oh, yeah, they did, yeah, they did all that. Um, they were a games company. They did card playing cards, hand, oh, handmade, stuff, yeah. handmade playing cards. Sorry, it's because I, I went on Nintendo and I googled that. But 1889, them's old. 
when when is Bref- when's the new Bref- is it March? It's coming out. May, I thought you said. Uh, that would have been poetic if they did March, because the Switch was officially released on March the 3rd, 2017, worldwide. 2017, so five years ago, so yeah, it's... It's it's aged. It's, yeah. It has, it was... It's still it was, a good little machine. Oh, it's a but, brilliant, brilliant indie player, no doubt whatsoever. Well, you can make games, you can make games for that forever, like, it's, yeah. it's, it's of a point where... I think there's a, there's like almost like a, an inflection point for handheld stuff where you can't make the graphics much better. Like, like for example, trying to play The Witcher on Switch mm. or The Switcher is yes. just a it's like a bit of a foolhardy endeavour. Really, you just can't see anything. Mm. It's like you're wearing a balaclava around your eyes because it's just too much. You know, you need to have bold, colourful, simplistic graphics. I think Nintendo. Yeah, that's what yeah, they yeah. do. Yeah, it's what they do. Yeah, it's, um, the, it's the new 3DS, the new 2DS. It's the new. Essentially, it's kind of almost a new PSP as well because that's why it took Japan by storm. Yeah, there's no. It's, it's got no other market. The, the the market it's in, the market competition Steam Switch Deck is well, it's sort of Steam Deck, but I think it's just like I don't know. I think it's still in competition with the big boys, and it's also in competition with like uh, mobile. Yeah, you know, it's basically mm-hmm. a competition for your time. Yeah, uh, and what you want to do. Well, I think it's got it's, it's got its excellent niche though, because it is without a doubt the family console, right? For, yeah. yeah, the four controllers, the the Mario Party <laughs> in front of the telly, the Mario Kart. <laughs> Daddy, Daddy has been known to put it in his bag for the commute. <laughs> yeah. In fact, that's how Daddy's going to finish Monkey Island next week because he has <laughs> yeah, yeah. to go to Wimbledon. And when Daddy goes to Wimbledon, Daddy gets six hours of Nintendo time because oh, it's a shitty hell. commute. Yeah, that is a long time. And an evening in a hotel. So if I'm not if I don't drink heavily, I shall uh, definitely do some gaming. I won't do any <laughs> <Ooh>. gaming. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. Uh, so the other Japanese company. Sony, they had a thing as well. Um, quite an emphasis, I thought, on um, VR and also some Japanese games. Sorry, I have to just rewind that. The other Japanese gaming company. I, I, I would forgive anyone else that if it wasn't for some a, a guy who works for a Japanese gaming company. The one that does hardware. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's going on your annual review. (laughs) If anyone listens to it, full stop. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, we are pretty much uh, pleasing ourselves here. I think so, dear listener. (laughs) This is what we do. Um, Yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah. So they showed a few VR things. Um, uh, They showed a bit of Tekken. Um, The VR stuff. um, I'll just say my piece. Um, They did this. The Star Wars one, I think, is an existing game that's hmm. being um, remastered for the new hardware. Yeah. Um, and they also they also showed the new t- uh, Team Ninja game, which is basically <sighs> them doing Ghost of Tsushima. So it's yeah. similar, but probably there'll be more bonfires, higher difficulty. Everything will respawn when you die. Uh, because that's what their last are they game the ones was, that did Neo? All games are now forever. Yeah, until I think the they did time. Neo. Um, yes, they did that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I wanted yeah, to I'm like it. I'm seriously not interested. Neo in this. Two was a lot better, but the first mm, one was it. a bit like you were this guy, and that was his story. 
I like Team Ninja Games. Mm. I like, but I, I like Ninja Gaiden. That was before the Souls games come along. The kind of mm. high watermark of difficulty. It's Bayonetta um, team, team Ninja as well. No, that's no, Platinum. That's that's it. That's Platinum. Sorry, holy moly! Yeah. I remember. They're the, the thing. they're the only other ones as well doing similar sort of things, isn't it? Just, yeah. But the, the emphasis on arcade action, insane arcade action, kind of. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it looks really pretty, but it's like you know, I know what I know what version of that game this is going to be. So yeah, I'm out. Um, unless it's not, um, in which case I'm like, well, I. I've only just played Ghost of Tsushima, so do I need another Samurai game? Yeah, but it's Rise of the Ronin. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's what I would say. Apparently, from the setting, it's like four hundred, or it's a lot later. It's kind of the the emergence of uh, the the, the gunpowder and the rifles sign. So the samurai, uh, sorry, the um, oh Christ, the ninjas didn't exist. Uh, no. Various other sort of the it, Japanese clans, the heavily armoured. Yeah, the the, the Japanese, the later technologies are in this one, so it's yeah. just a slightly different phase of the Japanese history. Um, yeah, so I, 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 but I love a bit of Japanese history, so I'm okay with this. There was a game that came out. I think it might have been PS2 or maybe PS3, and it was like Way of the Samurai. Okay. Something it came out a long time ago, and I thought for a moment that it was actually this game, either mm. a remake or a sequel or something. Right, um, but. It might well be like a spiritual successor to it in ways because it had very much the same similar feel. Okay. Sort of. I say, if it's if it's got an adjustable difficulty setting, I might be interested. Yeah. I think that that yeah. that's that's where I stand right now. I don't exactly. want br- I don't want brutal. I don't have the time or the energy for brutal. No. no we want pretty, not. and we want to be able to feel empowered and yes. awesome. I want to be a god and through easy difficulty not through blood sweat and tears yeah yeah um there was another game called pacific drive that looked like a great vr game but nowhere in in any of the sort of video around it did it say it was vr so okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure like i think that might be a bit of a missed opportunity or a kind of yeah. we'll just breeze over the fact that it's not vr it just says it's for ps5 but it looks so like a vr game yeah um yeah it did really feel like, like it yeah, and then I switched it off when God of War came on because you don't need to sell that to me. <laughs> I've already True. it's arriving on the day it's out at midnight, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's already in your house. It just doesn't know it yet. It's but, just there. Yeah. It's yeah. waiting. Just, yeah. just release it and it's, and it's coming down. It's yeah. downloading. I want to know with God of War whether it's going to be more of the same or what it what it's doing differently. If it's more of the same, I'm not um, all that excited. It looked like, well, from what I saw, it looked like you could do more bits and pieces as well. You could toy with your enemies more and stuff like that. You could, oh, God, I can't remember it's on my head a while ago. But it looked like you had most of your abilities. You basically felt mm. like... Um, previous god of war kratos so you had your god of war um yeah you basically was and and he looks like he i think he had a run as well or something he was he had more mobility i mean you know as opposed to being a bit more tank like it looked like it was going a bit more speed you can get in there and really Mm. fuck people up as opposed to you know i I know it's gonna be a good game yeah i know but that's what i mean it's like you take the amount that he could get in there and fuck people up and you increase it. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> so won't, the, I won't so say... the Kratos yeah. fuckity people uppity level. It was a crappy game. A lot game. of stuff's all scripted anyway. Like, it's just yeah. like mash X, like when it's that bit. 
But the um, I think there'll probably be a few extra weapons, maybe a few more trees to play around with. I think my, I my think thing you have more skills as well to do and stuff other like than that. that but, if it's exactly yeah. the same, I don't care. I think I remember the last game, um, all that sort of stuff. I think yeah, okay, so yeah, that stuff was all a bit um, of an afterthought. I think I don't think it had a great deal of bearing on what you were doing. Um, so. If they could make that a bit tighter, that would be nice, maybe. Mm. If they can make the abilities really count. Because at the end, you're just getting all these points. And you're just a bit like Horizon, actually, which I might mention a few times tonight, um, where you just, you're just spending points because you're like, well, I've got 50 fucking points in this now, so I might as well just spend them on some other, some shit that I'm never going to use. You know? Because it's... I don't know. I found that. So, <laughs> the, way, the way I look at it, God of War... I enjoyed for the beauty and the story and it's very competent gameplay over mm. the top of it. I think if I heard, I mean, I wasn't particularly interested in God of War until several people said to me, you need to play God of War. It's, it's mm. stunning. I think if it can tell as good a story, um, then that, that's a long way. Cause it really is a lot. It's a box. It's one of those box sets in a game, isn't it? It's one of those yeah. following yeah. them yeah, on I a beautiful that's journey. All that's all I'm after really. Uh, yeah. It's the second part of the story. Yeah. yeah, just uh, just tell us it. But it's it's, it's less what, less of that open two. world. Yeah, it's it's like like with the Last of Us two. It's it's about um, taking them on the journey from A to B. Okay, you'll get a bit sidetracked. Really, you get the odd filler episode, but it's that series. It's not the open world game like Horizon, where you can just do all of this stuff and you know you've got this urgent mission open. I think I think it's if the storytelling is good and they had good, enough good new mechanisms, great. Hmm. Um, I probably yeah. won't pick it up on day one. I just I, I'm not excited enough. But we'll see how the reviews go, and it'll probably you know happen. it's going to be good. But yeah. it's like you know, just it's really don't be hundred hours long, please. I don't <laughs> want to be playing a game for multiple months. You will I'm be so there. sick of it. I'm sick of it. <laughs> oh, you poor dear, you poor dear. It's, it's almost so, it's almost it's like it's These totally your end. fault. You sweet summer child, Rob. You think you're going to chuck that much money into it and not absolutely grab it by the balls and the soul? No, just <laughs> let me finish it quickly so I can buy another one. Yeah. Fucking idiots. Why do they make these games so long? Because they're, they're pushing for a quadruple A title, and I think that's what these ones are going for. They just want. The thing is, they like Ubisoft have got it down because, um, like. They make the game really long and then make loads of content for it while you're still playing it. Um, and then, they, and then that's how they try and get, get you in and keep you playing it. But with Horizon, it's like they, they haven't got anything else to sell me. They mm. just... Uh, dog cam. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a weird insult, but yeah, we'll go with it. Um, yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah. I'm just going off on one. No, well, to, yeah. Well, uh, before we... Sort of I'm, I'm just being distracted off. by the, the epic struggle between dog and armchair going on in my yeah. room. But uh, he's, he's, he's conquered the cushion. And we're yeah. good. We're good. Sorry, Rob. We're good. That's all right. It's quite distracting. Right. I was just rambling. I knew I'd, I knew I'd probably lose you. Um, well, right. just before we jump off from State of Play, I do want to go back to Tekken 8. Because oh, yeah. that looked nuts. Starting it off for, oh, as the resident fighting games beat em up person of the group. I played um, Tekken 1. First, first fighting game to be in the Unreal engine, the new Unreal 5 engine. Okay. So it's it's kind of started a new thing entirely, trailblazing and all of that. I mean, I've been listening to interviews with the guy who created it, um, uh, 
remember his first name, but goes by Harada. And he, he, was, he was just saying he was really excited and stuff. So it goes with all the other ones. They've tried to simulate things like rainfall and characters and all that sort of thing, you know, through lighting tricks and everything else. Whereas this engine, it just already gave them a base template. They literally threw it, built it in this, and then wasn't sure how it was going to turn out. <laughs> So I was quite like the, the idea you were going to say they simulate rainfall in the other games, but in the Unreal Engine, the rain is real. <laughs> it's it's digitised rain. <laughs> but, no, but it's I real. Mean, it just looked like, look like a cutscene to me, so I didn't really pay much attention I know, to but it. that's the whole point. It looked like a cutscene, but that's in-game engine. To yeah, the but point... it's not the game. It's not the gameplay, is it? No, that is actually gameplay captured. Yeah, but no, it's not, though. It's not at all. It's, like, ridiculous. No, that was the game. How is that the game? Because um, it could be story mode, because in Tekken 7 you get slowdown moments like that during fights in story mode. Um, oh, I but that's, do, yeah. that's, that was the actual game. That wasn't any trickery, um, because he said he hates that bullshit. Um, you know, he, I think he actually even said that, because he's quite, right. quite, he's quite straight talking. Um, you know, he has a t-shirt. When people were asking for characters, he, he turned up at a, at a convention with a t-shirt that said, don't ask me for shit. <laughs> so <laughs> he's quite Same a straightforward kind of guy. And he, he's, he was saying that he was really excited because every single one of these, he, they basically tell the developers, any minute now, Bandai Namco could just decide that was the last one. So they kind of put everything into each one. Like the last one, the story was just insane. It was like... You know, it's, it, the Tekken story is kind of bonkers anyway. But just the amount of characters, guest characters and all that, it felt like he thought that was going to be the last one. The fact that you had Negan from The Walking Dead turn up in there and characters from King of Fighters, um, loads of different franchises oh, turn up. You had I Geese remember Howard. King of Fighters, that was the old Neo yeah. Geo arcade yep. jobby. Yep. Oh, but you also was, had... Um, was the first Geese one Howard with the proper from, environments. From Sorry. Art of Fighting and all those sort of games. So you had loads mm. of games. You even had Noctis. From Final Fantasy fifteen in there. Okay. I know. What the hell? What uh, but not, it's just not like, the worst ensemble. Yep. No, but I'm just saying it's it's crazy. Like the amount they literally were pushing as though this was gonna be the last one and then Namco will go, Okay, we've spent a lot on tech and we're gonna you know, we're gonna give it give it a rest. So I I'm curious where they go with this one now because it's it looks like they're ending the Mishima bloodline and all that sort of thing and blah 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 blah. And anyway, yeah, it looks fun. It looks crazy. I'm just I'm just wondering what the finished product's gonna look like because that looked insane. I thought it was gonna be a I thought it was a cutscene. I thought it was gonna be for a CG animated movie that they were touting. But follow up sort of interviews I've seen said no, they were really excited to show that off because that was that was people actually playing the game and they just took off the HUD display because they didn't want to spoil what that would look like. And it was like, yeah, all that slowdown stuff can happen in game, um, and kind of did happen with zoom ins and stuff, even in Tekken Three. So, yeah, I don't know. I found it kind of cool. It was just a nice way to start the game, the conference for me. Yeah, that was all at the game Tokyo Game Show, right? No, that uh, was a Sony. Well as... That was a state of play. That was yeah, literally they, what started it. Yeah, there was also it. a lot. Uh, apparently, it was. Um... Yeah, it was revealed there, but apparently they uh, they had it at CGS yeah. as well. Yeah, they had it to play there as well, which was insane. Yeah, yeah. amongst a great many other things. Yep, yeah. yeah, also at the Tokyo Game Show. Um, yeah, they're also carrying on from beat 'em ups, I guess. Um, Street Fighter Six, 
You, I would have thought there would have been more. By I now. want to know how many Street Fighter editions there have been because I think there must have been at least ninety-three versions of Street Fighter Two. I think you're right. The Super Championship right. Edition, the Super Tur- yeah. Turbo Championship Edition, yeah. the Super Mecha Mecha Maya with uh, Hazelnut Syrup Championship Edition. Indeed, Walnut Edition as well. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, I don't, yeah, no. It looks like you've, there's a custom character creator in this. I don't know if that's, they've done street, that before. No, this Street Fighter has finally included a street fighting mode where you create a character and you get mentored by one of the characters called Luke. And it's basically like a bit like an open world. You go and fight and learn and meet people in the street. But you can also meet one of the main characters and you can learn special moves from them by sort of taking them, becoming their pupil. So it's like in the video it shows you kind of, you know, Chun-Li's doing her Kung Fu stuff looking really cool and someone's shitty character's doing this weird sort of version of it in the foreground and it's a bit like you learn special moves and you can fight other characters. There's, it's basically insane. Like I think, I think there's there's so much information it was almost overloading. Like there is a battle, they've basically recreated PlayStation Home but for the battle hub where you basically your avatar you walk around and they've said that it can hold up to a hundred people on the server so there'll be like a hundred people it'll feel like an arcade it's like lawnmower man territory your avatar you're walking around an arcade you've got all these arcade machines in there and you can go and play old games like final fight and stuff as well classic street fighter games in there oh, people final and stuff. fight that was a piece of- i know it's oh. insane and there's there's even like a final fight mode um yeah, you've got custom characters, but another game, another one that seems to be, they've got their own engine, the, Res- the re-engine, Resident Evil, obviously, but, and it just looks insane, like, Street Fighter hasn't really had much of a story for a while, so this is, I think, I don't know if I mentioned it in the previous podcast, but this is kind of significant for Capcom, because this is them, rather than putting another game and say, no, no, it's set after Street Fighter 2, after Street Fighter, you know, 2.5 or whatever. This is essentially the latest part in the story, so a lot of the characters have changed. So, like, There's the whole story. idea of Evil Ryu is now gone. Evil Ryu is oh. now no longer really a thing, because he's conquered that, which is, he now wears, like, a monk's robe, a monk's robe on his sort of clothes to represent sort of like his master that was in one of the other ones um ken is going through some weird i don't know people were joking that he was going through a divorce his homeless and you took and you yeah. took the kids but he he's he's got some he's, i like the idea that Ryu, yeah ryu's divorcing him yeah yeah ryu mm. divorced him and took the kids basically was the joke so yeah. we've now got hobo ken <laughs> but um hobo gets it looks exactly. It sounds legit, but it, it it just seems like Capcom are finally getting it, and it seems like we kind of have a renaissance where Capcom have realised game games games used to be fun. We used to make fun games. What what why don't we? You know, you almost could see them in a room somewhere sipping cognac and clicking their fingers, going Jenkins. Why why don't we make games fun again? <laughs> and then they kind of go, okay, yeah, we'll give that a go. And they seem to be working. It's insane. Oh, I don't bizarre. know what planet we're on anymore. It's like they've gone from being, at one point, close to EA levels of scumbaggery. Um, and they've really redeemed themselves 
first with Monster Hunter World and then <laughs> Rise and yeah. now this and it just seems like they're on a kick and it's like the feel of this has got a very much hip hop sort of thing because in the sort of canon timeline of games and stuff Street the Street Fighter 3 series has always been the latest yeah. and they've never gone past that with the characters and everything and this is set after that so it's like they can now they're free to do whatever they kind of want with characters and change them up and you know and do other bits and pieces and they've got so many different modes and and the gameplay's changed up as well and everything and it just seems like they they've kind of been given a little bit of free reign to kind of go let's create a whole new type of street fighter game and it feels refreshed like street fighter 4 felt kind of good but it just felt like another street fighter game with a gimmick the revenge gimmick you get beats yeah. enough beats you can do a really powerful super and turn the tide street fighter 5 was it was problematic like that almost killed the franchise everyone hated it it started with nothing literally when it launched it just had a plain version it just had like versus mode essentially didn't even really have an arcade mode that was added in afterwards right um it's all of the wrong decisions at all of the wrong times and so for them to go from that and then to make something that seems quite fun and insane whether it interests you or not you just look at all of the things that all the options that are being given and you kind of think yes this might be like a 60 quid game or something like that but for once it's a 60 quid game that has a hell of a lot to it um, I, just, I, I so think I'm, the fact I'm that really Capcom are, are coming back is is amazing Right. Yeah. They they made some some real classic games of my youth. I yeah. don't think I'll ever get back into the the side scrolling uh, mm. beat 'em ups. Realistically, I don't have the reflexes for it. It's the same reason I couldn't do the Dark Souls, Demon Souls. I can't. Yeah. I don't have the reflexes or the you, ability to recognise what's coming. Have changed over time. You yeah. you, you know slow. yourself more. It's, too slow, yeah. old man. <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah, it's I. It's pleasing, I mean, I, it's pleasing follow, to hear I that follow, an old one's back and good, right? Yeah, I follow a lot of the gaming news on it just to find out what they're up to and stuff and various things. And I, and I kind of feel like even from bringing back Devil May Cry with Devil May Cry 5, mm. that was almost like the start of a glimmer that they were starting to get it. Like, you know, you make these games, people will buy them yeah. and they will love you for it. You don't have to be a cunt, <laughs> basically. Well, that, 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 I'll be honest, that, that's a good um, way to approach life, everything. really. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, what I yeah, would but, say, further to the, the story we opened with, um, we mentioned Witcher games. It turns out CD yeah. Projekt Red are working on two new Witcher games, which um, is news to me. So they've got, they've, got, they've got five games going on at the moment. They've got Orion which is the code name for the new Cyberpunk. They've got Polaris, which is the next instalment in the Witcher series of games. They've recently announced that's in pre-production. So that's the start of a new saga, probably the series saga, or, the, or the, you know, the Geralt so retired. three new Witcher games here. Three new Witcher games. Okay, I can't... Okay, my, my counting, my numeracy is up there with my rapid computer it's game a new skills. Trilogy. It's a new trilogy, basically. Wow. No, I don't think so. Uh, so we've got Canis Majoris is a fully fledged Witcher game separate to the new Witcher start saga starting with Polaris. And then you've got Sirius, which I'm certain can't possibly um be related to Siri, which is in the Witcher universe and created with support from CDPR. Um 
multiplayer gameplay on top of a single player experience and a campaign request and a story. It's they're doubling down on the Witcher world, which is good because I like the Witcher yeah. world. It's very lore heavy. It's pre- very well designed and thought through. And then they've got an in third. They've got another new IP coming, created from scratch within CDPR. So not based on the books of uh, Andreas Sapowski or whatever his name was. Not based on an existing role playing scenario from some awesome dude from the states on Cyberpunk. Entirely new. In an uh, early stage mm. creative process, so that's kind of interesting. Yeah, it's called Hadar or something, or Hadar. 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 So this Polaris Hador. is the one that they've already announced, yep. and that's that's a new that's a that's a new AAA RPG trilogy mm. that they intend to release within a six year period. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> it depends if they're mostly already. It, it depends if they put out three short games in a row, right? If you see what I mean, if they basically well, have one engine and, and they're yeah. using yeah. Unreal Five, I, I would well have no now. problem. They, they, they've ditched their engine and they're just yeah. Imagine there was a new Witcher game, and you had basically the first part, the second part, and the third part, and they just came out a couple of years apart from each other. That'd be bite-sized. That'd be good enough and bite-sized enough to me to have this discreet and interesting one. Just whack it through, like Final Fantasy remake was meant to be. Um, yeah, chunk chunk. Build out, build out the engine, lay out the story, build the first third, then the second third, then the third third. I quite like mm. the idea if they can do it, if they can pull it off. I'm, yeah, I'm behind that. They're not going to release a game like that. But it's got to be a hundred hours long. I, it's got to be. It's the law. Rob, All games I, I, are a hundred hours long. I think when you eventually get one of them, there's going to be a special patch that you download. The Rob patch, and it's going to make it 500 hours long. Yeah, it's going all to have 100 hours long. Mini, now. mini, mini, mini games. <laughs> it's just going to have, just some, it's gonna have a, a, a fetch quest generator. Side, you get to the end, and then suddenly the characters will just turn. But this is only see, the beginning. I don't see how they're going to make six. One ha- I don't know. How, I don't know how they're going to make three. 100 hour long games in six years. I don't see that happening. No. So maybe shudder the thought they won't be 100 hours long, but I just don't see it happening. They could be 60 hours long. 50, 60. Most games, right, I'm more, I'm about 200% likely to play them if they're a 10 hour game. Yeah. And yet you seem to mostly buy 100 hour games, Rob. I do, but then, I, well, I think I'm, I'm more <laughs> audible about them because so, they, yeah. they never fucking end. Quite we know. Remind play, me. And then I pl- How have and you gotten on with Horizon Forbidden West, Robert? No. Have you finished I'll talk it? About that in a bit. I'll talk about that in a bit. Oh, but it did feel like a nice segue, Rob. Oh, it did, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, <laughs> well, it's only because I keep. <laughs> because now, now we've annoyance. got your blood pressure up a bit. I think I'd like to. I'd like to double down. Oh, let's. Yeah, I finished it, and um, and it took me a hundred and four hours. <laughs> I got an email from uh, from Sony saying congratulations on finishing Horizon Forbidden West, and it told me that I've played it for hundred and thirty hours. So. That must be a different counter that it's looking at or something. How much time on pause? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I always wonder about that. How much time well, when it's just been sat in the menus? 
Yeah, I try not to do that. Although I like the idea that actually what it's telling you is you spent 23 hours shuffling your inventory during that game. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I've played games like that. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it it kind of stuck the landing, but it was just like, I'd sort of like, I had to spend so much time. um, I had to finish off everything I could see. So, um, uh, like did you get the, the platinum? The, no. You said I, I got the platinum and I only did about 60 hours. Sorry, I, I, I know you knew this, but I just felt like repeating it. Yeah, I know, but all that says to me is that you didn't really see half the game. Because um, there's like so many subquests and things to do. Yeah. But then some of the ones that you get the platinums for. And yet I'm up for, 60 hours on the deal. Have, you must have gone to like great lengths to cover quite a lot of it. Yeah, it's, it's almost I mean, like I'm really efficient. Yeah, see, I'm just not because I don't play like that because I find like work a job. I don't want to turn my gaming into a job. Um, I'm staying out of this because <laughs> I, I, I know the like, game that I'm still married to. But the thing is, what, what, I, what I would like to say is that um, I think overall it's not as good as the first game. It's certainly bigger, um, but I just found with this, I, I just don't remember having like a win weapon before. Like basically, once I got the plasma spear, mm. I just used that until I ran out of them and I then just yeah. made more of them. I think my trouble, this, this is why I've got this God of War fear, because I adored Horizon Zero Dawn. And a really, it was totally new concept, new story, really refreshing breath of fresh air. The second one was a good, solid game in its own right, but it didn't really do anything new with the story, didn't push anything. It had, There was a sequel because the first one was so successful it could not not have a sequel. And God of War, you could argue it's a sequel because it was a reinvention of the God of War series. But once again, this beautiful experience I had, which was really my first time with God of War, I'm concerned that the sequel is there because the first one was successful and it needs a sequel. And this is why I'm not excited for God of War because Forbidden West, I played it, I got the plat, I enjoyed it enough. But the first one was my absolute game of the year that year. And I just want to make sure the next one's, you know, I, I want the new God of War to be as good as the first, or or I'm going to wait till it's dropped in price a bit or I'll be disappointed. Hmm. Yeah, anyway. Um, I'll get that. Yeah, I, I finished it and uh, and it ended and now I can play other things. So. Huzzah! I'm for that. Huzzah! Huzzah! Okay, right, so um, just to go back to some of this other stuff I had here, um, there was a Disney showcase um, where they undelayed yeah, the Sons. That, that was, was the maddest thing. Yeah, that was odd. I know. I think that they had some kind of fucking money deal or something and <laughs> were just like, what are you actually waiting on here? And someone just went, oh, this fucking thing, and they just went, oh, bollocks to it. Or they've ripped something out of the game that they couldn't get working. Or it could be Maybe. that they basically had a bug they couldn't get round and some just someone just woke up at three o'clock one night and went, oh, I know. Because sometimes it all hinges on that sort of shit. One person, yeah, has, yeah, you, know, you know true. what I mean? That's true. I, I think that's true, but also I think they just sent Mickey to off the person who was holding it up. <laughs> and yeah. That was it. I always saw Goofy oh, as the assassin. No, it's Mickey. <laughs> that's why Mickey wears gloves. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I anyway, thought he went, oh. So, mm. the only other thing that, sorry. 
Now, I, I was about to put forward a very controversial opinion on Mickey Mouse, and I shall dial back. No, it's fine. Please continue. Okay. All right. Uh, in that but case, I don't believe Mickey Mouse to... has ever been DBS checked. Sorry, move well, on. He's go- he becomes public domain soon, I heard, so there's going to be all kinds of... Oh, God, it's like that Winnie uh, the Pooh under- nightmare. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Get ready for Mickey, the horror of Mickey. Um, so, yeah, the only other thing that really struck out to me was that um, Tron, they're making a Tron game by Mike Biffle, who uh, has done quite a few cool indie games. I know that, Thomas no. was alone. Right, yeah. And uh, he did another one. He did uh, recently John Wick Hex. Yes. Which sort of like a deconstruction of... of Fighting with it guns. Was super, it was, it was, it, yeah, game. yeah, it was mad. He, it was similar print. There was a Hitman one like that as well. It was there was, there was a really quite interesting one. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't uh, know if that was him. What was the other one that I played? There was like there was, was a like Tomb Raider. A, did he do one of them? I don't know. If that was Mike Bithell, but oh, there was Vo- Volume was a game that I played that was quite good, which was like an isometric game where you're like in a computer program and you've got to try and... It was like a stealth game. Oh, was that um, the one where you could only see things when you were still or when you were moving or something? No, no, I know what you're thinking of. You're thinking of... Um, something else. Uh, something, a, a different game. Yes. Uh, um, well done, so, Rob. Yep. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's good. Uh, I'm going to have to sort of smash through some of this now because there's so much of it. Um Ubisoft also had a thing. Um, the other, oh. the other big developer publisher, um, and so, um, okay. Well, all right. Quickly, I'll get out of the way. They're doing it. They've got a deal with Netflix, so they're going to be putting a bunch of their games onto Netflix directly. So you just stream them. Uh, yeah, I don't understand that, but yeah, onto your fair. mobile app. Uh, again, oh. uh, like I said with Nintendo, that Netflix are competing with your time. And oh, this, this is your silly, silly little mobile games. Killers don't require latency to be fantastic. All of that stuff. Yeah, okay. No. Yeah, I, I, I mean, won't I touch them. In some them, cases, you might be downloading them. But I will say, Valiant Hearts was a great game. Yep. And they're making was, a sequel yeah. for it. I don't know whether that means it's going to be another game set in World War One, But I remember playing that on my phone on the commute years ago. I, uh, I, I, really I, nice. I got it as a freebie on PlayStation Network as a phone game. I think it would have worked better. My trouble with games like that is they were, they're wonderful commute games, as you say. They're not for me killing time in front of the telly games. Um, so, yeah, Switch, phone, whatever. That's the right platform for it. Agreed. Um, they've delayed Skull and Bones. Again. Forever. Course. Again. And the really bad news is that there will be many, many Assassin's Creed games coming out forever um, in a myriad of different forms. Why were you talking about delays on Skull? But there was another delay that we heard about today. What was it? Forspoken, the Square Enix yeah. one with that. Uh, I, I must, well, that I've that's always. News, actually. Yeah. That news story was in June. So I No, no, the news now. story in June was that it had been delayed again. Yeah. Oh gosh, no. I've lost track. I thought I thought it was recent that it was delayed. No. Sorry, I just added it on our channel because I thought it was funny how. I, oh, okay. There was so many delays. Right. I missed it. Yeah. But anyway, um, uh, speaking cause, of cause that was supposed to come out, that was supposed to come out like next week. October. I had yeah. It on my little, I had it right. on my little list. And of you things. went, where is it? And I was like, 
I was like, is that actually still coming out? Mm. No, next mm. year. <laughs> well, so, that's the thing. I think Forspoken's been given a bit of a... It's been given a rough ride. Rep. Because I don't know what's wrong with Square Enix. I've watched like a couple of their trailers for games, including back when they did the original <laughs> one for Guardians. And... They, their marketing seems to be shit. Yeah. There's so, no other way of putting it. They, they really undersell their games. It's like the, the games that they're putting forward, some of them have got some really good mechanics. And for Spoken, you kind of want to see gameplay. Yeah. So here, here's my Guardians, thoughts. you wanted to see what the team aspect was. You wanted to see the Guardians interacting more. Guardians so dropped. normally they choose the talky bits yes. for the games where the talky bits aren't the strong point. It's almost like they're relying on a fucking ancient franchise that just needs to put another number on the end well no it's not yeah but it's not that because most Final Fantasy trailers look fucking epic whether you're into the game or not whereas Fort Spoken it was like people standing at a market yeah but they don't know how to sell western games that have western concepts they just, yeah, but, they just want to. Yeah, they, they just go. It's Final Fantasy, and you know what you're going to get. And if you no, don't no, get yeah, what but, you want, they're like, "Oh, this is interesting. Yeah, but, it's a new concept." Was, yeah, yeah, but with the Final Fantasy trailers, they don't do that. They do a little bit of talking. And they show the great big epic fucking battles and attacks. Yeah, exactly. And ridiculous but OTT because summons. What I'm saying is they're coasting on that series, just being able to sell it on the strength of its name, and they think they can sell a Marvel game on the strength of its Marvel IP. When people are I, still I don't know if they've got the same teams. But, but that's what I'm saying. I'm, back, I, I, I'm backing up your theory. I'm saying yeah. why that might be. Yeah. I think I, think I love the way you're backing up your theory whilst making it feel like this is an argument. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, well, sort of like, yeah. but I'm sort of like... But I, I, I know you're I'm angry for too, though, because I think, I think Square are a good company. Yeah. They just need to stop being dickheads. Hmm. They, Can they, I? they honestly don't have a clue, Yeah, in my opinion. So my, my they thought sold thought, off Tomb Raider for fuck's sake. Yeah. This is my con. What a fucking bunch of cunts. I'm sorry. Can I have a go? Yeah. Thanks. So no! my thought <laughs> No, so my my thought on Forsaken is uh, forespoken even. So my my difficulty is firstly is that cliche, that cliche that's been around for longer than I have of yeah, I person from the Isaken or something. They've got a weird term for it now. Where it's like the, the knight in King Arthur's court sort of thing. Oh. Uh, no, the, um, the the person out of time. Yes, the per- yeah, exactly land. that. It's the yeah. person out of time, the cliche. The, the person from the modern world as we are in, sent back yeah. in fantasy. And because they're superior knowledge and life, they're the better person they could do it. But I think the bit that, that, that bugs me because I don't like it. But actually, the rest of the game looks really cool. The only issue really is... I mean, it is down as Forspoken. Spoken is in the title... But I have to say, when I saw the Horizon Zero Dawn trilogies, it was constantly, you heard Aloy moving through the bushes and shooting robot dinosaurs and apologising to the grazers because uh, tra- um, she kept talking. And you, it, it was like, will she ever shut up? But similarly, yeah. it's just a trailer. And they can't show it constantly quiet. I think it's what Marcus was getting at. Um, and so uh, but the jury is out. I think the game does look like it could be really, really good. I would, I need to get over the horrible person out of time cliche, and I'm yeah. hoping. And what the developers are saying is she's not as constantly talky as the trailers made it seem. So, but but, but the thing is, so the trailer um, with a game like that, you want to see what the actual gameplay is like, because I, I kid you not, yes. they had a whole bit where they were just going through the most mundane dialogue. Like it was literally like you were going. We go up to an NPC and they're like, "Oh, you know, I used to, I used to sweep the floor here years ago." 
but things haven't changed since then. Show oh, me the oh, powers! And you're going through three or four steps of that, and I'm like, is this a trailer? Or is this someone's YouTube video they've accidentally uploaded? I don't know what's going on. And and then when they did show bits of the gameplay, it was insane. Like, the magic, they were like pulling bits up. The ground, you were almost like you had an infinity stone. It was It was mental. And I just think that for a game like that, that is what the gameplay is. That is what you push. Yeah. You don't spend Agreed. two minutes just talking to an NPC. No one gives a fuck. <laughs> yeah, Ubisoft are good at that as well when they were trying to tell us what Skull and Bones was. Yeah, Skull and Bones, we saw one bit of water gameplay, and that's why me and Will were interested in the first place. Yeah. And then they just disappeared up its own sinkhole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, anyway. Um, yeah. Sorry, the anger uh, is Assassin's out. Creed. Uh, there's a load. I just want. I just this. I just want to get through this news, and there's so much yeah. of it. And Assassin's uh, Creed, they, they will cover. There's no news there. There's there's more Assassin's no, Creed on its so way. So many games. So many games, though. Got yeah, Assassin's but all the game. I said before, all they've done is basically go into the suggestions box they had for years and years and years, and then tick right. yes, 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 right. yes, yes. So and we'll do it Assassin's on Creed. So there's Assassin's Creed Mirage, which is a uh, is basically a, a DLC was going to be a DLC for Valhalla because it includes one of the characters from that. That's going to be its own uh, thing now. It's well, that went well for Skull and Bones, didn't it? Uh, oh yeah, because that's <laughs> well, no, but that, that was that, that was, was going to that was a, a simple spin-off, spin yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I, I don't. This won't be the same. That's fine. They've done this kind of thing before. This is more like yeah. Uncharted Lost Legacy, where they've just gone. Actually, there's enough of a game here. Yeah, I think this will be alienate people that didn't buy Valhalla. So. If we're lucky, yeah. this will be about the size of an early Assassin's Creed game, but with some of the gameplay quality of the later Assassin's Creed games, giving yeah. us a game that's not so horribly bloated that you lose your entire life to it. I liked Ghost of Tsushima because that was like a, how, that was like a how rogue sixty was. hours to do everything. Uh, rogue yeah. was good, yes, yeah. Rogue yeah. was tidy. But yeah, not lose the bloats. I think I think they must understand the concept of how bloated they've become, and I'm hoping actually oh, yeah. that this That's might be the steps. Yeah. Segway. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey guys are making uh, code name Red, which will be the next full blown five thousand hour Assassin's Creed game set in feudal Japan. Of course it was. And then there's another one called Hex. And then there's Infinity, which apparently is going to be like a hub that will yeah. connect all these other games to. So what um, I understand about you know how you're Desmond or how you're you get out of it and you wander around in the modern day. That's basically what Infinity is going to be. Is that bit and it connects all the games, so you can get out can of your that. memories for one yeah. machine and go into the other. It's almost a corridor between yeah. the Assassin's it's, Creed it's games. Also and actually, the number of hours of the game. Right. Yeah, and, and yeah. They, they reckon they're going to. Yes. That's how they'll launch multiplayer, which apparently is coming back somehow. Yeah, because you can well. choose to come out of the Animus, but they've also realised that a lot of people, me included, don't ever want to get out of the Animus. That's not what I want to play for. I don't want to wake up in the modern day and go, oh shit, it's all a dream. Uh, because that's yeah. what I do when I have to down, yeah. power down the that's PlayStation. What I, that's what you do when you turn the fucking PlayStation yeah, Exactly. Off. I don't want to wake I up and go, oh my god, I'm a fucking middle aged white guy called Desmond. Because the truth isn't yeah. that far off. How yeah. weird would it be if you sent in the digitised pictures of your living room? So when you when you get out of the animus, oh, you're walking around your own home. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Everything's been Ubisoft. How do we know that hasn't happened, Marcus? Because 
I don't feel like I'm in a Ubisoft game. <gasps> oh god, game. we're in the Ubisoft Matrix. I'd probably earn more credits in the Ubisoft Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> oh, credits! <laughs> right, uh, anyway. EA Motive are making a Iron Man game, which is really good because... Single player, I believe. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they made Dead Space yeah. as well, and so they know how to make a big clunky man that shoot things into a game. <laughs> I, I, I think that feels like it could go on the box. That's <laughs> yeah. it. We are the masters of big clunky men. In <laughs> we do a big clunky man. Clunky man, full stop, shoot things, full stop. But it's a single player action adventure. Uh, no idea if will it be out. It's like, come and work for us if you want to make an Iron Get Man game. One of those it feels releases. like the Wolverine game from uh, Insomniac, doesn't it? That's right. Same sort of thing. Um, Here's a taste. But yeah, I would very much like a game that was completely about Iron Man and didn't have to worry about 20 other superheroes in the same game, so it gets massively compromised and isn't really an Iron Man game. 100%. Please make yep. an Iron Man game. You know it's going to happen, though. We're, we're seeing some no. good superhero games. Just to point out, over the last few years, I mean, we've, we've had Spider-Man was absolutely ace. The Batman games, the Arkham games were excellent. That's on the open world side, but I would like to see, um, you know, the... The Wolverines, the the Iron Mans, are, they're starting to learn how to do the heroes well. Mm. You know, it's going to have like a really funky gimmick. Like you'll see, it's a typical Dead Spacey gimmick. Like you'll see the life bars on the back of like the head or something, and the power gauge or something will be like a a, a circular part on the back that you see because they like to use very minimalistic HUDs, don't they? Also, like the idea. Would, would they do that though? Because they could they could superimpose the like the 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 HUD of the suit of the helmet like around the side of the screen, but keep it. Third it could person. do. You could go first Maybe. person, really cool. Yeah. There's all sorts of options. First but person. I, I'd also metal. point out the thing is I like the thing I like about Iron Man as a protagonist is. You can do the leveling up and the powering up. You can you can go from the the Tony Stark in the you know if you're going by the the first of the Marvel films, you can go from the, the shitty yeah. suit in the desert. You can go with the upgrades, but you can also mm. get some. This suit's made of iron to start with. Magnets are going to be a fucking problem. You can you can <laughs> you can do. Um, he's not got Wi-Fi. That's an issue. You, you've got all yeah. of these uh, abilities that semi-technical villains can really fuck you, you up with. You, you have, have to fun. run. He's not he Superman. He's not boots, God. Yeah. He's a guy with no. a wicked suit. And yeah. it's a suit that can get better. And actually, I think that works. Yeah. It's, it's the levelling up until you get mm. the Hall of Armour. That would be amazing. Yeah, if you, you if you can discover the material that stops people just sending magnetic mines at you, the the, the beef stuff up. If you can get the the propel uh, the propulsion jets to work better, I, I can see how the upgrade ability could yeah. really work with the with the Iron Man if it's just Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, I like for sure. Okay, uh, yeah, we've got a couple of uh, gaming adjacent things here. First of all, there was a trailer for The Last of Us. Uh, HBO TV show. Huzzah! Mm. Huzzah! So you can not be Joel. You can watch Joel protect Ellie uh, on their little journey across the world and basically just watch things instead of getting at all involved in it, really. Other than emotionally, I suppose. There's mm. a lot to sell. There's, I'm being cynical, really, because I just find this whole sort of thing a bit pointless, but it's... Uh, it's kind of strange, though, isn't it? Because at the same time this is coming out, we've just had the remake of the remake, and it feels a bit, a bit saturated. 
Oh, that doesn't really bother me. I just ignore it. No, but that, that, it. I thought that might be what was playing towards your cynicism of it. No, you know. No, I mean, I accept that. I accept that, that. That what we didn't, what we breezed over is that they're doing the same thing to Horizon. It's just like they want to. They realise, you know, that these games come out nearly ten years ago. They want to sell them to another audience. But um, no, that doesn't really bother me too much. I'm sure this will be well made. But I mean, it's just it's just the cat in its own tail, isn't it? It's like yeah. Last of Us is inspired by a load of movies that we watched and enjoyed. Finally got to be able to play a, a, a version of that that was good in its own right in that mo- thing. I'm like, why can't gaming have its thing, yeah? No, it's also yeah. got to be a book and a fucking key ring and a, now a TV show. Because someone obviously... I don't know, it's just... And it's also, it's like, you know, a, he's a good actor, but mm. I've seen him in enough stuff. He's the Mandalorian for me, you know, Pedro Pascal. Yeah. And she's, he's also the uh, Bullwick guy from uh, Kingsman, the Golden Circle. He's, he? a, he's in a lot Which of Which one is he, sorry? Um, and he's in Narcos as well. Who is, in, who is he in Golden Circle? He oh, was the Bullwick guy. guy. Oh, Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. it. Yeah. I, 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 right. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. When's the new Kingsman film out crossing the pod streams? I don't Um The third one isn't very good. Oh. No, well, the, 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 King's the King's Man. Man. I've seen that. Yeah, that was the, the prequel, but there's Kingsman Three is also in progress. The new Taron Egerton. Yeah. Is it? Is it? Oh, good. I've not heard much. About anyway, that. sorry, sorry. I'm, I'm. That's I'm, uh, definitely hijacking. Yes. <laughs> um, you can't yeah, hear I mean, me. Have you got any thoughts, Will? Have you got any 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 thoughts that are different to mine, Will, about this being able to not play The Last of Us? I. Will be honest, I think the story of The Last of Us was good, but what I enjoyed most about the game... Remember, I've I've always had my thing about the games being fun. The Last of Us I've forgiven because of the quality of the story. However, the interactivity got me involved. I will not sit there and watch the sheer fucking misery soap opera, um, which is going to be what that is unless they can bring in some laughs I'd be able to get behind those characters but really all I'm going to see is a sad and miserable story of some people crossing uh, the United States to be betrayed and attacked and ambushed and see people die and kill the corpses of people to get to the point where spoiler alert some shit goes bad um, I won't watch it because it's I, there's no laughs there I will watch it probably, but I do think that, it's just a massively masturbatory sort of like uh, circle jerk sort of thing with like Neil Druckmann. I, I I respect him as a as a as a video game creator, but he's trying to sort of elevate himself to this stupid Spielberg level, and it's like, oh come on, man! You just basically just cribbed a load of things from genre and just made a game out of it, and it, and then and it's got that level of kudos. Because it's a game, not because it's fucking Citizen Kane. Fuck off. Yeah, even Citizen Kane isn't Citizen Kane anymore. So Kingsman Blue Blood, arguably the fourth Kingsman film, but Kingsman Three is due mm. out next year. Nice, excellent. I'll oh, be right. watching that. Cool. Yeah, I'll watch whatever they do. Um, speaking of things that didn't stay as video games, it's got Elton John yeah. in it. Of course. Speaking of musical things <laughs> that, that didn't stay as video games, I went to a concert. Yes, cool. an orchestral Hurrah. concert. My Bizarre. first orchestral concert. How since how was Rick being in school? Oh, it was amazing. You know, he wasn't going to give us up. He was going to let us down. <laughs> Have you heard about the Rick Ashley paradox? 
Apparently, if, yeah. you, if you ask, yeah. So if you ask him to give you your copy, of his if you ask him for his DVD copy of Up, uh, if he yeah. if he isn't going to give you up, then he must let you down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he can't give you up. I think that was nice. why we segued into because this he said section he's never going to give you up. Yeah, never. So he can't give you up, but he can't let you down. Mm. So then the universe cracks in half. Yeah, and we all go to that room with George Michael and Mary J. Blige for eternity. <laughs> I don't know which one that is. Music video where there are hundreds of them. So what did you go and see, Marcus? It's their version of hell. Yeah, what (laughs) did you go and see, Marcus? I went to go and see the Distant Worlds concert. It was a choral. It was the 35th anniversary of Final Fantasy, the franchise, and also the 15th anniversary of the Distant Worlds concert. Um, So it was with the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra and the Royal Choral Orchestra as well. And it was amazing. Um, it had surprisingly, it played a lot of tracks that typically weren't in because this is a series of concerts. It's being it's the music of Final Fantasy. So where, where was franchises. it again? Sorry, where was this it? was at the Royal Albert Hall. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, I was um, there. I was, was there earlier was, in the year myself. What it was actually, yeah, it was actually included as part of their films in concert sort of series. So they kind of oh, include I it in that way. I saw. I think I saw a poster for this when I was there. Yeah, um, I've got a T-shirt from it as well. Um, a red t-shirt with a little logo and a pair of little Moogle star wings on the back it looks like they've <laughs> been scoring cool. it around the world It's bit, this, they always go around the world the Distant Worlds concerts have been just going round and round for 15 years um, cool. every year they kind of do it I think they've got four, five albums or something now um, and this, this, was, this was basically it contained medleys specially created, so various battle themes. Um, it was music from Final Fantasy One through to it even had tracks from Final Fantasy Eleven, and I thought that was a weird one because I don't think anyone even played that one. Um, it was just nice. I mean, there were games that I have not played, like Final Fantasy One to Four. I have not played. But it, it was just music from there. It had a screen up as well, so you could see like the little dude running around and stuff like that. It had bits of the games. Um, it was really brilliant because they played like the Chocobo sort of medley, and they had a little sprite Chocobo just running around the world map <laughs> as it was playing. It was it was really quite cool. Um, Did they have stuff in the remake? Um, no, because they, um, they it turns out they did a remake orchestra tour in. 2020 or 2021 and oh. one of my brothers actually went to it but didn't tell me that it was a thing I didn't know it was a thing have you played a so Final Fantasy it. game Rob genuine question I missed uh, it yep I've played 8 um, and I don't know if I quite finished it because some of the systems I didn't keep on top of um, 8 was a bit weird 8 was yeah. my starting eight point 8 was a weird one 8 I fell in love yeah. with and nothing has been as I, I madly complex but since the draw mm. system and junctioning yes. was a bit crazy yeah um, I also I, I, played yeah I bought it I on played, the uh, Vita yeah. so just just pretty switch really I bought it nice. on the Vita and recompleted it so relatively recently but not as recently as I'd like to think but I, I also I, played, I also played uh, some of 12 on the okay, Switch. Yeah. That was I the played... Lightning one? No, no, that was um the Star Wars one. Yeah. With the guy who was um who was basically Han Solo and Freya, the bunny girl. Yeah, bunny it was woman. Very oh, Star Wars. It was it was basically Star Wars. He was yeah, Han Solo and yeah, she was yeah, 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 yeah. The Zodiac edition, I redid that actually yeah, quite recently, yeah. yeah. 
I also played yeah. a game. I also not played memorable. A, a, a JRPG called Lost Odyssey, which I think was by one of the creators of Final Fantasy yeah. Seven, but not. Uh, yeah, that's that's my that's my whole sort of yeah. JRPG background. To be honest, there are whole ones you could probably not play. Like a lot of people love Six. I've I think I bought it for the PlayStation, started it, but I never finished it. Um, I recently there was a Steam sale, and I recently bought seven, eight, and nine because I originally wanted to just get nine because mm. it was the foot, it was one that kind of went back to the kind of you know sort of chibi squish. Oh, nine, nine was nine is still probably my favourite actually. Yeah, yeah. Nine, I've, I'm looking forward to playing that on the Switch, but because there was a sale, I also bought the remastered version of eight and seven again. Because they were dirt cheap. The only time so. I had nine is it because I replayed it. Well, it's a few years ago now, but it it yeah. felt like it took a very long time to get going when all of the characters could get together and you could pick your parties and explore the yeah. overworld. There was yeah. there was it, it, probably it, thirty hours before you could actually just get together and do it was the stuff. Yeah, it was very much one of the ones trying the whole will split different stories kind of like what people were saying about Game of Thrones at the start where everyone's all doing their own thing mm, in different parts yeah. of the world and then they all kind of get together but um, yeah no I mean the concert was amazing going back to it oh yes that's why we were talking about phenomenal. it was <laughs> phenomenal I had seats literally sitting next to the orchestra um, oh that was it it was insane yeah, and the music at, the quality I, of the music I looked at trying to join you and I could only get the seat like Two or yeah. three rows away from you. Yes, oh, well. I know. I wish I'd bought two tickets. You would have loved it. I would. It was so good. I've yeah, got a, like I've got I said, a... I I enjoyed the music, and I, I I only got a couple of tracks from the games I actually played, and yet I was just in awe at the composition and stuff like that. Um, we had two of the composers there: you had Yoko Shimomura, who was the um, composer for Fifteen. And I can't remember the other guy, his name. I think he was for either 14 or 11, I think. But yeah, it was. Um, you had two Japanese guests there. You also had the vocalist who um, did the tracks, the vocal tracks for Final Fantasy X. The Japanese vocalist, she came along. So all of the, the actual lyric ones, and she was singing live as well. And it's such a weird feeling because I'm used to hearing everything through a speaker been right next to the orchestra it's like i'm hearing everything at the quality it's supposed to be and i'm like is this what everyone enjoys with live orchestra music because i feel as though I, I definitely would love to go again um if they come back this way in the country sounds good I, I think i think it might be one of my new favorite things to go and i can see why i've seen people repeatedly say they're going to see this again i've got a spare for hans Zimmer next summer if you're interested oh yeah <laughs> we'll talk after. Yeah. We'll talk after. It'll be a day of. Yeah, and I'll, I'll give that a look for sure. Oh man, yeah, no, that'd be cool. Yeah, um, yeah, no, awesome. It was, it was a really, really, really good time, and I, I it was, it was quite a trip for me as well because uh, my one of my younger brothers went there, or well, my youngest brother actually was there, so I met him there and his friends and stuff. And obviously, you know, me still recovering from the ankle a year on now. Um, tomorrow will be my break anniversary. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was it was quite quite a trip, and I recommend it if you get the chance to hear video game music live with an orchestra. 
not just Final Fantasy. I just want to hear the Pac-Man I, music for seven hours. I, I recommend. I recommend it. Just like <laughs> such, a, <laughs> such a good vibe, such a good feeling, and it's so respectful. <laughs> just that look. <laughs> but on like cellos yeah. anyway. and shit. Cellos, oh, these cellos and shit were great. Mm. Cool. All right. Um, so that does sound nice. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get on to some games that we've been playing. Um, got got to lead it really with uh, Return to Monkey Island, which myself and Will have both been playing. I finished it, but I finished it in Sorry, could, casual mode. Could, could I take a step back? What platform did you go? PC or Switch? I went for PC, Steve. Yes, I, I went for Switch and I'm finding it a wonderfully relaxing thing. So I, I'm in no rush to finish it. Uh, I'm on, no, I think I've left Monkey Island. I, I won't say where I'm at now because that would be a bit much. Um, I think I've left Monkey Island. I, I do drink heavily while I'm playing it. So so every time I come back to it, it's like, oh, I didn't remember that. But uh, but yes. yes, it's fun it's got, I, just before the game came out, I I already owned them on Steam, so I played through Monkey Island one and two, and I played through them with walkthroughs as proper full reminders, if you see what I mean. None of the none of this trying to remember the puzzles. Any time I got stuck, I was like, right, what do I do next? And actually, there's a hint system. You press H on the on the Steam versions, and I strongly recommend this to anyone. Um, just get Monkey Island, press H. Play through Monkey Island one and two, then pick this up. It will give you a lot more value if you're a person that played these games years ago. If you're new to it, okay. yeah. don't worry about it. Crack on, you'll find them dated. Yeah, I mean, even with the, even in filthy casual mode, uh, I still had to use the hint book a little bit just because I was like, especially where you're at, um, the game opens up quite a bit. Um, you've got multiple locations to kind of keep track of in your head. Yes. And uh, that's quite cool, the way it does that. And, and, and just kind of getting your head around that sort of logic. Um, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just like, I'm just, I don't care. I don't want it to be difficult. Um, occasionally, there'd be the odd puzzle that I'd do by myself and go, that's great, you know. That, I feel like I'm not just but let, let's wind it back. You know, running through it. So early on in your inventory, you get this artifact called the hint book. So where yeah. originally... Well, before Monkey Island, when the first Monkey Island games came out, the internet was barely a thing. The the idea of dialing in to go online to find a th- find help wasn't there, so you used to have to use computer magazines or things. And then the internet came yeah. around, and if you didn't know where to get stuck, you got walkthroughs. But I have not had to go online. I'm playing on the normal puzzle mode, and that hint book is all you need, and I leave it to... Uh, <sighs> I'm sure some people will be more patient than me, but I love this concept of the hint book. You play the game, and it is full of puzzles, uh, but you go to the hint book, which is in your inventory, and you go, I'm going to read the hint book, and it will say something like, maybe you want to think about doing this, and it will give you just a broad hint, and you can say, no, I want more detail than that, and it will say, okay, perhaps you should go to the kitchen in this place. And you say, no, yeah, and it'll yeah. say, I'll pick up the fucking pot of pepper and pour it into the thing, or something like yeah. that. You've got this this, nice. this level, if you're stuck, nice. it will help, it will unstick you and you can leave it, but you can work through the puzzles as you want to. And I think that's a really nice way of doing it in a puzzle game, because you can have your hand held the whole way. And I, honestly, Rob, I don't think the hardcore version is much different, I suspect, 
because I've had no, no real issues. Um, and no, I'm I've very happy that. that I've not gone. I, I, there's a little bit of me wonders who's played both and whether um, they're just fucking with us, Rob. Yeah, and it's just as not. <laughs> it's like not. It's just not even. Do you know how? Do you know how wonderfully cheerful that would make me if that were the case? The only thing that I've come up against that made me feel like I'm getting the diet version of the game is there's apparently there's a there's like um you have to kind of gain membership to a certain thing in the game. I'm trying to be vague here. And, yeah. Um, and, and, and the guy says, since you're only being a filthy casual scumbag, this is only going to be like a material achievement that you're going to get. And it's not going to have any bearing on the rest of the game. Like, it doesn't matter that you do this or not, but we're just going to let you do it because it's fun. Um, so yeah. I, I, I don't, you know, I, I don't really feel shortchanged. It's kind of, I spent about 10 hours playing it. Um, and that was about as much as I played those other games for. Yeah. Um, I played all the other games I've played with a fucking walkthrough. Um, I've never really, you know, tried to work out any of it myself. Um, so I just enjoy the stories. So, um, it, and it's quite a sweet sentiment the game has. It's definitely Guy, Bru- Guy, Guy Brush is an older man now. He's got kids and stuff. And it, and, uh, and I think, I mean, you know, it, it just made, I think, I think it, the, the, we're really the, shit series, at this, the series has grown up with, with us, I think. So I, th- I think it's worth, to those that have never played a Monkey Island game, pointing out that the Monkey Island games are a series of point-and-click adventures uh, where you play the mighty prop pirate Guybrush Streetwood and you have to go and essentially beat the, the ghost pirate LeChuck and you travel from place to place. It's, it's your classic point-and-click click you have stuff. We should do this shit at the beginning of these things. Really, we should. Right. Um, <laughs> I just assumed people knew what it was. Yeah, I know, but... You yeah, know what? Know, We're know, old and stuff. Um, <laughs> but what I would say is, I'm having a lovely bloody time with it. Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah, game. No, I, 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 I it sounds like fun. fun. I can't believe I Do finished think... it before you. That's that's a that's a first, isn't it? Finished the game before you. It's you not open world. I, I I have been excited. My thing is because I've gone for the Switch formats. Um, if, yeah. I'm, if I'm at my PC and I'm playing PC, my trouble is that I'm, I'm sitting on my PC at the moment. It's a dual-screen setup. If I flick the input from the left-hand monitor, my PlayStation 5 comes on it. I, I'm not going to play Switch games in this scenario. It's, no. I, I save the Switch for my commute, and it's a thing I look forward to. It's like a, a gentle, delicate thing. Oh, God. You know what I Dead mean. Thing. It's, a, it's just got. a thing to look are, yeah. forward to. It's, it's, it's a delight. Uh, and I don't have an awful lot lined up on the Switch that I really want to play. So I've got these commutes lined up that I'm having to do every now and again. And I will save it for that because it's perfect. It's an absolutely perfect commuter game. I don't need to go online. I just work through the puzzles slowly. And I don't really want it to finish. Yeah, no, I get it. Um, yeah, no, good, good shout. Um, but yeah, no, it's good to see the return of, of, of these guys. It's Ron Gilbert and stuff who used to, who worked on the original. Um, I, I, I was of the, I was of the understanding that they were going to like almost like rubbish off the, um, the previous installments, but they do actually acknowledge them. Oh, there's references uh, there's, like, that is based on one yeah. or two, but yeah. Yeah. But well, it kind of comes off the back of the ending of part two quite nicely. Oh, it starts then, hard but, on that. Yeah. Uh, and, and then, then plays then with then it. That, yeah, 
Um, but then there's like a little scrapbook and stuff that's worth uh, coming back to when you finish it. There's some stuff in there they do tell you. Okay. Um, but but there's, that gives you a nice little uh, previously on. You know, he tells you about some of his previous games. And I'd never, I'd never, I didn't play the Tales of Monkey Island games. It was mostly your enthusiasm, Will, that 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 made me decide to get involved really but I just was like so yeah. I, I was hoping to play like the original one and two again well not again because I haven't played them and like Ooh. I said it was your yeah. like, like Rob said it was your enthusiasm made me kind of go oh yeah I'll I tell just you what, never got around to they it they should be available on uh, Switch did they do a re-release or anything or they're, they're on PC and, uh, and you can get them on Steam okay. and, and whatever PCs you have in the house Marcus will play those bad yeah. boys yeah, but to I, me I, they would yeah, have been perfect they're as on a pair on the Switch Oh really? I think yeah. on, what I think baffles you, on the you should be able to play them on the Switch. That yeah, I, I, so I would I have thought, actually just bought them again on the Switch for yeah. what I wanted. They should have done a little kind of budget one and two, little catch up, yeah. and then get you into the third one. Yeah, but I would, you know, I would still recommend tenor, Marcus a tenner for both of them or something yeah. like that. I would still recommend it. Um, they're, they're fun yeah. and the, the reworks. They're voiced and the graphics are good. And I love when you go to the Monkey Island One rework. It opens up with the original graphics, and you go, "Oh fuck!" And then it suddenly blends into the enhanced, <laughs> yeah, and you're like, "Oh yeah, okay, okay, maybe I can do this." And there's a lot of old stuff there, but you know what? The insult sword fighting from Monkey Island One isn't in three in or well, Return enough. It's not the point. I've got to. I was there's, really disappointed. There's, and there, there's references to it, and you think, oh, any moment they're going to start doing the insult sword fighting. And frankly, I would have really enjoyed that. And they referred to it, but so far, not enough. They do some similar things. Uh, oh, nice. But, but, yeah, Secret um, Monkey Island Special this Edition is, this is the one the I go for. Of a, of, this is the danger of like an original creator coming back to their work. They don't, they're not interested in rehashing stuff. They'd rather do new things... Um, new like insults Lucas. it's like Lucas with Star Wars you know he didn't want to rehash the first film again he wanted to go to different planets for whatever people thought about it you know he wanted to he wanted to expand his creation not uh, although there is a lot of retreading old ground in this one yeah. uh, you know it felt very comfortable anywho like, oh. right Overwatch I, sort of, I wasn't sure on the art style though um, yeah. I, I, I got used I to it I liked it in the end Overwatch yeah. 2 came out 30 minutes ago at the point of our recording. Oh, uh, right, so he wants to crack on then. Talk faster. Okay. And I shall right, be discussing so... Overwatch 2 on the next recording. I'm pretty confident. Uh, I cannot and, wait. And, and Rob will be deeply enthusiastic about it. It's free to play, you can be, hop in. I will be, yeah, I will be slowly murdering myself while, she, well, while, while you do that to me. Yeah. All right. You know anyway, what, Marcus? So, it's free uh, to play. Have a peek. Uh, I don't know if be your bag. Immortality is a game on Game Pass um, that involves uh, looking through lots of video of this young lady actress. Um, yeah. Oh, is this like her story? Movies. Yes. It's uh. Sam Barlow. And it's, and it's on Game Pass. In fact, I think it's actually on Netflix and you can stream it. Um, but you're basically... Um, it's very weird. You don't really know how much progress you're making in it, but you're sort of looking through these videos tapes, uh, these little scenes scrobbling through and then you'll hear like a weird noise and then you'll go backwards and then all of a sudden some ghostly image appears um, and you're trying to make sense of it um, and, and the story unfolds across the three movies 
as you're uh, as you're playing it. It was um, yeah. it was in the official selection for Tribeca Film Festival. Uh, it got ten out of ten in Edge. It's been widely lauded by most people. It's got very positive reviews on Steam. Uh, it's available on multiple platforms. Um, but it's yeah, it's 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 a bit, yeah. Uh, as the reviews say, it's a bit of a head fuck, and you don't really know how much progress you're making in it, other than with the uh, how far you're getting through the achievements. Um, but I thought it was pretty cool. Um, I also had a quick go on Metal Hellsinger, which is also on Game yeah. Pass. This is um, this is the game where you try and shoot things in time it's, with the heavy metal it's like guitars. Doom and um, Guitar Hero, isn't it? Sort of thing. Yeah, kind of. Um, it's in a, a weird way. Yeah, it's a bit crude. The graphics oh. are a bit basic. Is that, that's the uh, one that involves you having some form of rhythm reflexes. You know what I've realised? Yeah. I have a, a, I think it was a friend of the podcast, John Marson points out, I, if this is an RPG, have got a very low dexterity role. Right? <laughs> and I think this yeah. sum, sums up why I can't do so many of the games, because of my low dex role. I can't do these rhythm games. I can't do these... Uh, <laughs> Uh, the the, the Soulsborne type ones not my bag mm. I will go with wisdom and intelligence and obviously charisma charisma yeah highest yeah. charisma score yeah. totes totally um, yeah so um, yeah Metal Hellsinger apparently it's a very short game it's got a bit of a kind of uh, live system to it so it's a bit like you know you, you only get so many chances to die but you can turn it down to easy if you want um, but yeah I think as basically as you the longer you stay in the rhythm, the more tra- tra- channels of the tune uh, kick in. Mm. So eventually with the vocals, when you've got uber power, it's yeah. all very ridiculous. Um, but yeah, I thought it's on Game Pass. I, I played the demo before uh, it, when it was announced at uh, E3 or whatever E3 was this mm. year. Uh, I think it was the PC gaming show. I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. There's a demo. I'll give that a go. Um, I didn't re- that didn't really impress me, but I, I you know, I might I, I subscribed to Game Pass again for a pound yeah. again um, and just thought I'll give it a go um, and it was okay uh, and so yeah I, I'd just say like yeah if you've already got Game Pass give it a go but don't fucking yeah. subscribe to Game Pass just to play um, that's kind of like the grading of reviews now isn't it <laughs> buy it play it if it's on Game Pass or don't buy it or don't play it to all. be fair subscribing to it on Game Pass for a month is still cheaper than buying it full price. Yeah, I mean to be fair, a lot of games. So and you get the option of playing a lot of other games as well. Yeah. So it's scary how they've come up with that, but it seems to be a a very attractive proposition a lot of the time. Yeah. I just don't game on my PC or on my Xbox much anymore, which is why I've kind of left it a bit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's I another game that pound, just came out. One pound. On... God. Gone. Well, I was going to say, there's, one of the, there's a game that came out on Game Pass. It's been on there in um, uh, beta for quite a while that I had to go on. Early it's access. a very similar thing. Early access, that's the bunny. Um, and it's a very similar principle, actually. It's uh, an Obsidian game, which ticks a big box for me, but it's a survival game that left me a bit... Oh, uh, dear. Oh, dear. Um, as mentioned earlier. Um, so I thought I would give it a go because um, the reviews have been exceptionally strong on this. We're talking 9 out of 10 stuff pretty much across the board. And that's Grounded, 
by Obsidian, which yeah. is basically Honey, I Shrunk the Kids' survival game. And I did have a quick go at it, and I can see where the charm is. But the moment I start the game and it says, well, your first job is to go and get five of these, and then get three of these, and then take these oh. back to the base and build this. And I was like, look, you're it's clearly charming and clearly funny, and there's an interesting skill tree, but you're going to just make me go and get shit and build stuff. And frankly... I'm not a Minecrafter. I'm a slayer of dwarves and elves and an eviscerator. And and if you're going to make me build a spear to hit ants, then fuck off. If there's nothing and that's I like my more review. than a if there's if there's nothing I like more than a 100 hour game is a is a game that has no end at all. <laughs> well, apparently it does have an end. Well, but you can grind wrong. at least 80 percent. So. That's how you get rid of the complaints about the length of the game. You just remove the length for the game. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know, and I hate it. I, hate I think it the point—that's the point. It's not about the length; it's about the girth. Let's be honest, chaps. Quite. I, I would subscribe to that. Um, I just wanted to mention one quick game called. <laughs> I, I wanted to mention one quick game called The Hex, which is by the creator of Inscription and Pony Island. And uh, Ooh, the we've had Monkey and Island and Pony Island mentions tonight. Yeah, uh, Daniel Mullins, as well as sharing his name with my late stepfather, which I always find a bit odd, but yeah, he created this. It, it's basically, you can tell it's a stepping stone between Pony Island and uh, Inscription in that basically this involves six rejected video game characters meet in a bar. I know it sounds like a joke. Nice. Um, it does. I love it. It's a good start. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I have heard of this. And then what, what uh, happens next is that each character kind of is like, you, you sort of play with this one guy who's like a fox and he's like a, in a platform game and so you play through his platform game bit and then you then you meet up with uh, a, this bodybuilded looking dude and you start playing his little fighting game bit and then you end up in a sort of weird sort of fallout ripoff um, and then like an a, and then an RPG like a JRPG it's, it's telling us a good story together. yeah it all kind of comes together and basically, like someone's apparently the, the, the it opens with the idea that someone in the room is going to commit a murder, um, and so that's okay. the kind of hook. Um, and you end up playing for all these different genres. So, so that like, sounds good. Like you can really see um, this is kind of a bit like weird sort of cinema shit, but mm. you can sort of see the arc of this is guy. Is this pixel art bollocks? Uh, it's not. It's 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 it's. It sounds a bit black it mirror, is a bit. Though, it to is be a honest. Bit. It feels a bit... What I appreciate with this is you can see the trajectory of this guy, and, and I'm just really excited about what he makes next, because right. we started off with Pony Island, which was basically a bit of a um, a, uh, a deconstruction of, of video games. Like it had loads of like, Steam reviews would appear in the middle of it, you know, your friends list, people from your friends list. It was a complete madness. But with the Hex, you can see him sort of delving into genres, and uh, and sort of trying to actually make games on their own terms a bit more. And now that with Inscription, the latest game he just made, that was a very strong card deck building game. You know, I think with, if you took away all of the mad sort of meta stuff around that game, and that yeah. won't make any sense unless you've played it as far as I have, but it's like, um, it's, it just had very good game design in it. Um, so I feel like he's somehow managing to rein himself in a bit. And so I'm just really excited to see what he does next. Uh, I'm a real big fan of this guy. Like, I, nice. I, I think he's got a very big future. As long as he sticks to his rules and doesn't get like, uh, you know, doesn't sell out and keeps carrying on. And 
being his own master. So yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, sorry. So that, that was my that was my one from the vault. Uh, cool section. And uh, can I, I just I really have, depress I have you, Rob? More to say. Yeah, go on. Before we sign off, I've started playing a retro game. It's definitely a retro game. It's right. It's it was first out of the PlayStation Three. Um, I I didn't own it on the PlayStation Four. I did own it on the Switch. I now own it on the PlayStation Five, and it's on Game Pass. And it might be on Marcus's fridge. What am I playing? Uh, not Grand Theft Auto. On my fridge. On the fridge. Oh, well, it's on my fridge. No, it's done. A, it's doing a. I'm riddle. back on Skyrim. Oh, for fuck's oh. sake! <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> I'm having such a lovely time. Oh, for fuck's sake, really. I, I so need Elder Scrolls it, 6 to it. come out. Because actually Don't I've realised you it's such a good game. I started it on um, on Game Pass because it was there. And I just kind of went, oh, lovely, it's there. And then I went, yeah. I never managed to platinum this game. So, uh, oh, so I quickly so bought it on PS5. I'm, I'm looking for my platinumable edition. <laughs> I'm looking for my um, PlayStation Five platinum because I never managed it on the PS3 or PS4. I'm a bad person, Robert. That is really well, bad. You say I've got a problem just because I want to do all well, the quests in Horizon. You fucking well, played Skyrim again. What the fuck? If it makes you happy, <laughs> don't listen to the others. I don't. I don't. It's lovely. Well, I tell you what, I'm actually, um, I'm approaching a sort of situation, because I was sort of so striving to finish Horizon, and that's done now, and we're quite, I don't want to get involved in too much before God of War, and Midnight Suns, which comes out uh, before the end of the year as well, so I'm trying to just get through some smaller games, um, uh, like some more like little bite-sized bits and bobs, um, and so, yeah, I, I, I'm probably going to get Plague Tale uh, for the next, in time for the next show. So I'll probably be talking about uh, that, but, some of that cheerful shit. Yep. But there's also Gotham Knights and a new Borderlands coming out as well. Don't know if any new of Borderlands? you guys are interested. Oh, uh, the, the, the uh, Tales, Tales from. Stuff, I think. Mm. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys want to might buy it on that, but um, that's a sneak peek for next episode. Like, I, I, Gotham Knights would interest me if. Actually, I think it's only PS5 now, or PC, so it's kind of pushed me away from the uh, the temptation anyway. Gotham so. Knights will only interest me if those reviews are an awful lot better than I'm expecting. It sounds yeah. to me like a big steaming pile of poo, frankly. Yeah. Uh, and I'm well, hoping I was to be interested wrong. interested because of the um, couch dropping drop-out co-op. Yeah, it's like a, Diablo, a Diablo-style game in Gotham yeah. City. And that's That's trouble. what got me from the start. But. And I'm only interested in the single-player... Um, mm. so they're probably going to screw up both elements of that yeah they dropped last gen support because they can't get it to fucking run I reckon I know that's yeah. probably which makes it. me kind of like yeah that's just a massive like white flag isn't it like yep it's also a bit of a red flag as white. well if, if oh, they okay. struggle to make it work on that <laughs> white and red flag it's, just, it's, it's not the black and white <laughs> flag it's none of that checkered flag shit well, they've just paid all these people to like churn out like endless amounts of content, so this game won't fucking ever end. And now they've gone, oh well, it won't fucking run on PS4, right? So yeah, bollocks to it. Just cut our losses. Oh, by the time that Shadow of War, Shadow of War did that on the last one. It's exactly what Warner Brothers did. 
right? That Shadow yeah. of War came out, came out with the Nemesis system. Uh, or was that, oh Christ, was that Shadow or was that, it was one of the two. That was the first one. No, oh, Jesus Christ, system. yeah, sorry. It was so yeah, bloody really long you guys ago, talking yeah. About it. I still haven't played that yet. Oh, so I'm, yeah, I'm Middle, Middle Earth, but, Shadow, um, Shadow of Mordor came out. came out on yeah. PS3, but it didn't have the Nemesis system because it couldn't cope. And what was the point oh, in yeah, that game? Wow. What was the I point in that, that game without the Nemesis system, honestly? It just wasn't that game. So it's like getting the, getting the sort of crappy, was it game? It was like the free-to-play like free version. version, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so mad, isn't it? Dropping an entire system just because the machine can't handle it. Why bother? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's the thing with the generational um, changeover. But there we go. Right. I'm done. Yes. Thanks for listening to the Not Playing Podcast. You can email us at notplayingpodcast at gmail.com or you can tweet at or follow us on Twitter at notplayingpod. And if you like what you've heard here, please do leave us a review. Anyway, that's all for now. Until next time. Bye. You agree, I suck. You suck. I suck at Call of Duty. No me. I suck at Call of Duty. Still there. I've closed the program. No, Stop. you're still there. You're What's just sitting there quietly. Witchcraft. <laughs> what? I the? can see you, Marcus. This is mental. Right, uh, I can see you. Tray, uh, I am. Right, it's not here. You. I just realised. Uh, <laughs> this is weird. You dropped out by now. <laughs> this is weird. Join the meeting. Gonna join it. Gonna join the meeting. Come on. Are oh, you? Come on. What the hell have you done, Skype? You absolute tit. <laughs> Skype's got mental. Like Maybe. Skype's gone Skynet. Oh, no, because you can't restart your PC easily. Because you'll fuck up Audacity. Control, Alt, Dell, and murder Skype. Control, Alt, Dell, and finish 10 processes. Oh, okay. Die. Oh, and he's frozen. He's gone. I'm free. Free. The evil has been contained. Once more into the breach. Well, has he gone? Or is he just very still? Geronimo! <laughs> yeah, these... Alright, Skype, you son yeah, of a bitch. That is a grim takeover. I remember I had to do, used to do these commercial ad sales. Pull that shit one right. more time, I'm going to... bag it with a... Bag it with a... I was just wondering how that's filling up my entire screen. How is that fitting on like a laptop? And then they made me their chief. Oh! <laughs> Hello! But you're... Sorted? No! No, he's not. He's frozen. He's still the same frozen Marcus that left. And you still look like King Henry VIII. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Weird. You might want to restart your video because we've got we've got like I'm earlier frozen. Marcus. I'm Geordie LaForge. There you go. Is that better? I can't yeah, see. That's better. I can't see. He's moving. Oh, oh okay. right. yeah, you are Geordie LaForge. Am I moving? Is it all good? Yeah. Okay, awesome. Yeah. I didn't stop recording, so that was weird. I shut it down. I could still hear you. And Mm, apparently you could still see me, which makes me question when you shut down Skype. (laughs) Question reality. Yeah. Anyway, let's get back in.
Huzzah! Huzzah! Carlos. I just finished. Um, I just finished season two of The Great, and uh, that's what they all say in that wonderful show. Anyway, uh, I'll delete that. <laughs> um, ben, and I, I want to play Overwatch too. Yeah, I'm probably going to scribble around on this immortality thing for a bit. She gets her boobs out. It's you know, it's quite fun. Anyway, I knew that was oh, it. Dude. I knew that was honestly, it. Honestly, if I want and boobs, I can go on Tinterweb. Not a problem there. No, I, I, I knew that was the reason. Actually, if I, if, I want, if I want to see surprisingly large boobs, I can just stand in front of a mirror, but there we go. It's, 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 it's about the no, arousal like as content, much as anything. It's got a content warning on it. It's a bit, like, scary. So uh, it freaks me out when this, like, weird, like, Virgin Mary apparition just appears in black and white behind and looks at you. It's a bit like, whoo! This is still on the podcast, isn't it? On this yes. bombshell. This I, I do this every time. I kind of assume we've stopped and it keeps going. Yeah, I know. This, I, this I, is an outtake. I just like don't Rob know how does to when stop. the boobs show up. I've had too much wine and I can't stop. Podcasting. Rob doesn't know how to stop. That that's <laughs> no. Yeah, Rob. The wine is not a side mission. Let it go. I, I'm going to have to, in the words of Frozen, let it go. Okay, I'm going to stop recording. Yep. Yeah. Cease.